another somber beginning to an episode. Yeah. Um, our thoughts are with uh, Jacob Blake's family, and obviously with him. I'm really hoping mm-hmm. that he pulls through this and lives to see specifically the police that shot him seven times in the back, prosecuted, mm-hmm. but the police state at large that made this happen to him in front of his children. Yeah. Taken down to his on, his on his child's birthday. On his actually. child's birthday. Yeah, it was one and, of the son's birthdays. And and he was de-escalating a fight, which is what the cop's job is, mm-hmm. was walking away from it being de-escalated and gets shot trying to get into his car because obviously he didn't want to interact with the police. Yeah. <sighs> and it's just... It's what's what's that? It's understandable you don't want to interact with. Oh, fucking yeah. course, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Nobody look what happened. Does. Yeah, <laughs> look exactly exactly yeah. what happened. Yeah. And 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 motherfucker's gonna say, oh well, he should have complied. Complied with what? Like why? Would what? You, why? <laughs> yeah. You know what I think escalated it because I saw a bunch of stuff that were saying that he had a warrant out, so it could have been like. But they didn't know that at the time. But they could have ran his shit. And ran what been, shit though? I mean, he had, they didn't know that was his ID. car. They he didn't wasn't know, in the car. Like, they may have like asked him for it. We mean, I'm not providing context or any justification to what the cops said. I'm just the like, cop. You, but here's the thing. So I, I, I read, the, I read like, the police statement, mm-hmm. and I feel like if any of that, if there was anything, if they had anything, they mm-hmm. would have put it in the police statement. And honestly, did they not put it in the police statement. No, no the police statement sucked. What, what did it say? And I wish I had it to read, but basically. Mm-hmm. All, you know the typical language officer involved shooting, mm-hmm. and they worded they, they worded it specifically to say that the officers were responding to a domestic dispute and had to resort to lethal force to calm a uh, suspect. And there's like no details whatsoever. No details, mm-hmm. but specifically because they didn't want to put the details in that they were responding to a domestic dispute between two women. Mm-hmm. So why they would shoot this black man is questionable. And honestly, regardless of whether he had a warrant or out or not. You don't get ex personally. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. No, and, and I know, I know you too. But I think on this podcast, we don't think anybody should be executed for disobeying orders. Yes, there's so many videos of like these raging white teens and like white adults that are just you know fighting full on fist out fighting police. You know, and it's just, or, or like they were like walking at them aggressively, yeah. and they're just like backing up, not yeah. shooting with a gun. But this guy was walking away towards his car, like yeah. you know. Here's a guy literally back turned, mm-hmm. and uh, and then shoot him seven fucking yeah. times. And then people are in a rush, like freeze frame the video and be mm-hmm. like, oh, "I think it looks like a gun in his hand." There's no or like gun. a knife, or yeah. yeah. There's nothing. Like it, it turns out there's no weapon. Mm-hmm. Like so, it's just it's um, it's just frustrating and. uh I, in the beginning of all this, I took to sharing on my stories videos of police violence. Mm. And at this point, you know, if you don't at this point see what's going on, I don't think another video is going to help you. Mm. And I don't need to put it in the heads, in the eyes of however many hundred people are going to view that. Especially the black people are going to view it. And like, how many fucking times just this year are we going to have to go through this? It's, It's fucking terrifying honestly for me as a black man like sitting there i know i look at every single police car that's like coming around it's like you know if i see something i'm like red eye alert on that thing and i know if i have to like be in that situation i know i have to be as calm as possible Mm -hmm. and i have to not do anything like hands always right at the wheel where they can see them i don't want to give them any reason to like escalate anything at all yeah you know 
But then, you know, me, I know other people just don't think like me. In, in a sense, they're not going to always be as calm in a situation or but so here's certain, the thing, certain though, we things look at to a situation. McClain, though, like, yeah, it don't I, even matter. Like, bro, I, I worry for you, even yeah. as calm and fucking, uh, like, non-threatening as you are. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Like, yeah. uh, you know. We're, we're both big guys, so mm-hmm. even if we're not threatening and people know us as big teddy bears, mm-hmm. it's easy for a cop to be like, "Oh, this big brolic, yeah. six six foot up black man, yeah, is up is is here and he's putting up a fight. We need yeah. backup, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah." Which yeah, but still, I, I don't think like I, you made this point earlier in the podcast on earlier episodes that you know they expect us to react in such a calm situation. To, to stuff like that when they can just fly off the handle and yeah. shoot somebody yeah, seven yeah, yeah. times. You know, it's that, that kind of double standard. Why is it entirely shit. on us exactly. to maintain? If the situation mm-hmm. escalates, it's always on the person the situation was escalated on. Mm-hmm. Never not, on the person who escalated the situation. It's never on the person who was specifically trained, trained to de-escalate. And I'm putting yeah. that in, trained in air quotes yeah. to de-escalate a situation. You know? Yeah, and... Uh, I don't know. It just feels like throw fucking de-escalate in quotation marks too. It's all shit, and uh, it's just to see people in a rush to justify this is wild. Mm -hmm. Um, Andy No is at it again, posting uh, videos of what took place after. I gotta say, loved what I saw, even on Andy No's page. Worst thing that happened was a brick got thrown at a cop. Got knocked out. I'm sorry. Getting knocked out once pales in comparison. If that should be the least of a response from the American people to an obvious trampling of like liberty and freedom, like the end. Like I'm, I'm fucking sorry. And uh, then the my favorite video of the night is um three, two or three white kids with assault rifles stopping an armored police truck and making it back down the street, (laughs) pointing the rifle like. Yeah, no, you're not coming down here. And they tried to, like, tear gas them, but eventually they held their ground and the cop car didn't push through to the protesters. And, like, and like the armored police van with how many, you know, fucking stormtroopers mm-hmm. in it. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, and Andy knows posting that, like, look at the, the armed terrorist thugs. And it's like, finally, we're seeing people, <laughs> yeah. like, actually stand up. Because that's what it actually looks like. Let's see that so that when it's a water bottle and a can of beans, we have mm-hmm. some fucking, uh, <laughs> some perspective yeah, on exactly. how, how minor that is <laughs> yeah. of a response to what is systemic violence and in the midst of sy- the, the highest and most, the, this class war is happening, has been happening in America for decades. I think a lot of us have been blind to it and are recently waking up. Mm-hmm. And that, though, is different from how it is at its peak right now, which is probably why a lot of people are waking up to it. But the class war is out of control. And the plutocrats, the ruling class, the corporate interest, whatever you want to call it, um, the coalition of interest, mm-hmm. is very much on the side right now of using the Republican and Democratic Party to beat back any opposition to, to their iron-fisted rule. And and the, the project that we've seen, and we talked about this last week about the DNC, the full completion of the project of turning the Democrats into basically Republicans, meeting them more than halfway on every issue, mm-hmm. accepting their own logic. Like, here's an example. 
motherfuckers are saying that they took God out of the Pledge of Allegiance at the DNC. Mm. So now a bunch of liberals are running around on Facebook going, no, 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 they didn't replace God. We said God. And it's like, the, the initial argument is flawed. Even if they took God out of it, that would be okay. Yeah. They're supposed to be so literally like, the First Amendment of the United States says you yeah. have freedom of religion. It shouldn't like, be that. Yeah. So why, like, and that the Republicans act like the Democrats are more radical than they are, mm. and then the Democrats are in a rush to be like, no, 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 we're not radical. We're actually just like you guys. We believe in the same things, mm -hmm. and they've done that to such an extent over so much time, and have been trained to do so that now mm. they're indistinguishable from Republicans, literally. and the plutocrats are able to wage war on us from both sides of the aisle. But what were you going to say? Well, you saw that today with, like, even Mike, Mike Pence's interview with Fox Business. The, oh, this the is great. Of days, and he's talking about, oh, yeah, the Democrats are so far radical left, and they want to do things like, you know, keep that violence that's going on in the streets right mm -hmm. now in your major cities. They want to have that violence there. That's what Biden's and America's And the framing be of like. the protest as yeah. the violence in the streets, mm -hmm. which is great. <clears throat> you watch, um, and I think from that very Fox News segment, maybe another one, um, they were trying to play footage of the protests saying, mm -hmm. and meanwhile, while the DNC is going on, look at this. And you have to put the date of footage you use on the news. And it's mm -hmm. like June 6th, May 31st. Yeah. Like it's all <laughs> from like two, like they don't have that many videos. Or, and there's a few from Chicago recently, but like for the most part, protests have been overwhelmingly peaceful. Yeah. Not that they have to be. I mm -hmm. wish they were more violent, but <laughs> I, I fucking, uh, and violent is the wrong, I hate the framing of, violent again you can't be how are what's violence against property i'm sorry like i don't think property damage is violence um yeah. but that's a whole other fucking conversation but anyway mike pence that interview before we move on from it because we're gonna there's so mm -hmm. much to talk about um i there was the part that stuck out to me the most and we talked about how the dnc um which is now over we're recording this during night one of the rnc um and it should be out by day three um and basically what he was saying about the DNC after it wrapped up was what we've been saying, which he made the observation that it was policy light. Now, Fox News isn't properly reading this, although they probably know this to an extent, mm. as the fact that the, de the Democrats just basically can't do anything because to move any further left would and go against corporate interests, so mm. their hands are tied. But obviously they're not going to make that observation. Um, but the observation he made was – You'll note the only people who talked to any policy were Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. Now, both of their speeches were very hands behind the back. We already talked about Elizabeth Warren. The best she could do was with BLM letters in the fuzzy background of the photo. Mm. And say, she said systemic racism once, so everyone likes shat a pill. Yeah. Like, Bernie did a, a little policy, but also incredibly policy light, did not specifically bring up Medicare for All and Green New Deal, obviously. Yeah. And like... But basically what Mike Pence sold it as is, well, they're the only people speaking policy because everyone else is just trying to be quiet because they're sneaking in the radical left agenda. And that's what they're pushing. Yeah. They're like, they're like, he said, even if they're, they weren't even talking about it, but I know for a fact. They yeah. Doing, yeah. Like, yeah. And crazy. Like, like, no, they don't believe that actually. Like, yeah. <laughs> they literally do not. But I, you know, I think, uh, I think they know that. And I think Mike Pence knows that, but that's the game. And that's their, that's their strategy now because almost I'm not going to say cleverly, but the Democrats have moved into their chess space, so they almost have nowhere to go. Um, and I really do think, um, shockingly, you would think more Republicans are outraged with the Trump administration. Mm. I was looking at numbers. 75% of Republicans, people who self-identify as Republicans, 
think that like COVID has been handled well. These are not people you're winning out. Like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, these, these are not maybe and, and whatever the 25 percent are identifying Republicans. There's a hundred million people, I think, that are don't vote. Mm-hmm. And uh, the narrative that these are privileged Bernie bros is crazy. Privileged people, upper class people vote at the higher rates than anybody else. Mm-hmm. It is oh, it, statistically the most underprivileged people, the most disenfranchised who, people. People who feel like they the system is rigged, that they feel like they've been cheated by the system. Or, or they the feel people like the who have been not going to work for them. Or the people who yeah. have been brutalized by the system, mm-hmm. seen their family members brutalized by the mm-hmm. system. They think, what is voting going to do for me? Yeah. All it is going to pocket the people up. Yeah, you know, above me. I'm exactly. never going to get out of the situation. And they're not right. wrong for thinking that. Yeah. And um, so it's not actually a smart strategy. And they know this. And mm-hmm. it's not a political strategy. Mm-hmm. What it is, is a – it's class warfare. It's pushing out the left. And But we should – let's talk about Biden's speech at the DNC. Mm-hmm. Um, and before I go into this, he also had an ABC News interview where he explicitly said – was that that's the one with Kamala Harris? Yep. Yeah. And they're all sitting six feet in the six mm-hmm. feet triangle, mm-hmm. and uh, Biden talks about giving the police more funding when asked if he wants to defund the police. To which Kamala Harris nods her head. Crazy. And I mean, you saw that coming, though. Like it's not. It's of not course. like the, like it's a, a surprise or anything. It's not a surprise. Yeah. But it's like crazy because that video is just going to get played on leftist Twitter. And then what do you see? What do I see? Because I click these fucking Fox News videos once in a while. I get the NRA ads and the crazy Trump ads. I also get Biden ads. Mm-hmm. And I got an ad today for a crazy fucking movie based on the Russia hacks in the 2016 election, which we should do a whole episode on the <laughs> Russia propaganda because that is exactly what has brought us to the place where yeah. it, that is the fertile yeah. soil for which this republicanizing the Democrats has that, you know, this yeah. that's what allowed this to happen, that mm-hmm. narrative. But anyway... So that'll be. We'll do a whole episode on on Russia because I also want to talk about the Call of Duty game that mm-hmm. came out. That is like incredibly. Pro- it uses like fascist fucking Russia propaganda yeah, against yeah, leftists. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's truly crazy what's going on. Um, I mean, full force. The CIA is working overtime, but um, basically, no one on the right wing side. They're watching these NRA commercials that say Joe Biden wants to defund the police. And he wants to take away your guns. And then it's someone breaking into a car and, like, pulling a woman out of it. And then we've already mm. talked about the other commercial with the woman hiding under the bed. Joe yeah. Biden wants to defund the police. So, like, these people do not believe you. They're not going to hear that ABC News interview. Mm-hmm. But it's going to scare away all these people who have been brutalized by police over the mm-hmm. – which is more people than ever now. And a lot of white people, too, now. Like, mm-hmm. people that were never felt this way about the police. I hate – I hated the police. I like I, I was a, a delinquent teenager. I fucking had uh, a million run-ins with the police. Hated mm. the cops, and mm. and and at one point in my life had that same feeling of looking out at every cop car, thinking, "Oh, is this the day I get snapped?" You know, mm. I mean, and and any fucking real delinquent kick teen has like been through somewhat of that, but even that experience pales in comparison to the experience I had at the protests. And really being brutalized by the police, which obviously then pales in comparison to the experience of your average black American mm. in America. But the fact that people are awake to it goes to show they're not going to accept just roll over and take like, no, the police need more support on the streets, which is the line that Joe Biden's giving. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just so what's the deal? What's what what's the deal with Joe Biden um, and, and trying to refund the police? And um 
later on, so we're we're like I said, we're recording this a week after the DNC, so a couple days after Biden's speech. Rahm Emanuel kind of gave away the game a couple days ago, talking about how this is the year of the Biden Republican. Uh, um, and we'll play the video of him talking about that on CNBC and, and uh, do a commentary later. But think about that going into my comments on the Biden speech. Um, and, and, and just so anyway, Biden did a great job. Did you watch? Yeah, no, Biden read off a teleprompter. Yeah. And was that rolled up yeah. <laughs> and was just ready to go. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he said everything he probably needed to say. Yeah. And paid the lip service that he needed to pay. I mean, some of those sh- shit that he was saying, especially about like affordable health care, and I was like, what? Where did, where did this shit come from? Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. Keyword affordable, okay. though. Yeah. yeah. Affordable. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. You know, these are mm-hmm. people who do not know what like gas costs. Yeah. yeah. Or like. No, what they the know a- oil prices, but that's like <laughs> about it. <laughs> or, or really what the average American really lives like yeah. in general. Yeah. Because they're I, just um, so far removed from that in general because they're just like millionaires but elites yeah yeah um and I, I it's funny i know exactly what bernie sanders lake house looks like but you don't really get to see too many photos of joe biden's swanky swanky estate isn't it, isn't it like some five million dollar house up in delaware or some shit like he's that? got a it's, it's or a some like estate. crazy ass it's a swanky yeah. estate it is swanky the banks gave him yeah gave him some good well hey man yeah. that's the tax haven he was the bag man uh-huh. like don't forget but anyway Bagman Biden. Bagman. <laughs> Bagman Biden. Um, <laughs> bags under his eyes, Biden. Um, <laughs> fucking, uh, there were a lot of key things that stuck out to me about this speech. It was good. And the, mm-hmm. listen, the bar was fucking low. He got up there and read mm-hmm. words coherently, stumbled once or twice. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, everyone's ah. shooting off fireworks. Like, But I would also say the way he spoke with some of the way he, like, inflected on, like, a lot of the stuff he was saying. Like, we will beat Trump. And like, he was, like, very poignant on those words. No, he hit like notes. That. He, hit, he hit notes. Yeah. And, like, he definitely hit the highs and lows of the speech and everything. Yep. He's, like, a good orator, obviously. And he was calming. Yeah. There was mm-hmm. a calmness to the speech mm-hmm. that I think a lot of people... It was palpable for even me. And I mm-hmm. think a lot of people... Um, you know, I'm an idiot. I can suspend my disbelief for the Avengers movies and, like, be like, <laughs> yeah, the good guy. Like, I'm, I'm a dumb... I'm, like, not a smart guy. Yeah. I, like... I. You know, I uh, I guess I'm a little too smart for Star Wars, but it isn't everyone. But like, <laughs> like so, like you know, yeah. it, but like truly, so like, there's a part of my brain that wants to just suspend disbelief, pretend Iron Man can fly, and just be like, ah, oh, the mm. Joe Biden, yeah, yeah the nice. Joe Biden no. that everybody, yeah, is the, the rightest thing, yeah. But Biden. that lasts for about thirty seconds, but and before the speech was even over, I, I was seething, mm. and um, so there were a couple things that stood out to me, mm. and one thing is. It is basically a plagiarism of Obama's speech in 2016 at the Demo- at the DNC for Hillary's nom. Um, at least the one key point of it, where it's like decency is on the ballot, the soul of the nation yeah, yeah, is yeah. on the ballot. Uh-huh. Like not talking about any not Medicare for all is on the ballot, Green New mm-hmm. Deal is on the ballot, but mm-hmm. like vague it, pretend terms. Mm-hmm. And I love that they call Medicare for all, Green New Deal, abstract ideas, but literally the entire DNC was based around restoring the soul of the nation, Mm. whatever the fuck that means. (laughs) And, uh, no, so truly all this rhetoric. And, um, so, you know, it was kind of the, the Obama soothing, 
there was it was the Obama smooth brain approach, mm-hmm. smooth brain strategy. And I haven't fully fleshed out my thoughts on this because I've only really just come to this conclusion. But I almost think Biden gave me a little window, a crack. The mask slipped a bit mm-hmm. for me to be able to peer inside. What is this Obama smoothing over and what mm-hmm. he's been able to do, what they and this political project have been able to achieve? Mm-hmm. And the part that interested me a lot was he kind of uh, – there was all this talk about like uniting against the darkness and we are the side of light. Mm-hmm. Kind of Jedi shit. So, yeah, yeah we're yeah, too smart star, for Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of weird. I, I, yeah. did, I did remember yeah. like – Looking at that, and I was like, "What? Yeah, like." And they even—I mean, I do. The the analogy is there because of course, uh, and there is is good and evil in the world. Bad guy, and and I disagree with the notion that it's it's wrong to call things bad, Mm. Um, because there is this like concept that like you're a bad guy if you call something bad. Mm -hmm. You're only good if you can see the good in everyone. Mm-hmm. And, like, no, some people are just fucking fascists. I'm sorry. Yeah. And some people are just corporate fucking zombies. Mm-hmm. And and I'm sorry. And, and, you know, they're just ghouls. And it's okay to say that doesn't make you a bad person. But that's not really about that. And specifically the darkness he's talking about, I don't even know. It's definitely not any specific policy, as we've said. Mm-hmm. This, this is a convention devoid of policy. And I'm not even sure that it's Trump. Because what is Trump if not a Republican? You know? He is yeah. the embodiment of a lot of Republican principles. And I don't want to hear this shit about classical Republicanism. That shit never exists. I mean, it's really bullshit. It was the dressed-up version of exactly what we're seeing now. Yeah. So truly, like, like, get a fucking grip if you believe in that shit. Reagan was bad and, and really fucking bad. Like, I, like mm-hmm. honestly— Way more of a harmful guy than Donald Trump in the long yeah, run. Donald Trump's he, a he, fucking bumbling oaf. Well, yeah, because Ronald Reagan has political sense and then somewhat knew what he was doing. Yeah. You know? Or well, I, I think Trump also knows what he's doing, but I just, I just don't think that he has. Well, I say it more in the way that. Well, yeah, Reagan was an effective politician. Mm-hmm. What made him an effective politician and doesn't make Donald Trump an effective politician is you could do like a whole fucking other episode on. But. The darkness they're talking about, because they're they are as much as Donald Trump and Ronald Reagan are different people, they embody many of the same Republican ideas. Mm-hmm. So the darkness they're speaking about, I don't even know that it relates to Republicanism, especially not when a huge point of the DNC, they even had Bernie Sanders say it was, we have Democrats, moderates, and Republicans coming together. Mm-hmm. And when Democrats have essentially become Republicans— Basically, that's like Republicans, further right Republicans, and fascists mm-hmm. coming together. Yeah. Like, and it's <laughs> to bring together large scale fascists. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, 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 to bring corporate rule mm-hmm. and and truly and and bureaucrat rule. And so when I hear this talk about like we're going to unite these three groups to fight against the darkness, this is exactly what we talk about with like the darkness to them is leftism, another world, the things that exist outside the confines of the fake reality they've been given, the safe comfort zone. Mm 
Mm-hmm. That's darkness to these people. It, difficult issues you don't want to confront, that you mm-hmm. don't want to think about, that Donald Trump throws right in your fucking face to where you can't ignore them anymore. Mm-hmm. That is the darkness that they're speaking of. And the light they're speaking of is, oh, the the, the sunshining grace of the free market. Brunch. Yeah, <laughs> brunch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but li- yeah, literally stupid fucking consumerist choices, mm-hmm. c- consumption, nothing else. Letting the free market dictate our entire that is light to them, mm-hmm. and, and 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 it's just and I'm getting angry, and I'm trying to just cool off a little bit here. <laughs> it's very fucking frustrating because truly, it gave the it gave the game away to me. I do not think they're talking about the darkness of Trump. Now they are talking about the darkness of extremes on both sides. You'll hear this from liberals a lot. Mm. You'll even hear this from Republicans, but less so. You will hear about the extremes on both sides from liberals because they feel threatened by the extremes on both sides. They want to go back to the center. They want to – the status quo Mm -hmm. benefits a majority of what they call Democrats, moderates, and Republicans, Mm -hmm. what we would call Republicans. The status quo is good for these affluent people. Yeah, because they they recognize where they're at. Mm -hmm. We've said this so many times. We we recognize where they're at, but – them we re- also recognize given people who are marginalized opportunities that they have mm-hmm. limits the opportunities that they have yeah you know? and it is it, this um scarcity mindset mm-hmm. that's been forced on us by the ruling class we think there's only so much pie to go around but meanwhile they keep shrinking the fucking slice every year and then mm-hmm. we start looking at each other and that's why you got people posting on facebook about oh this person blew their unemployment check this way la, 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 la. Mm-hmm. pocket watching over 600 bucks Mm. Pathetic, pathetic. Yes. <laughs> Get a fucking grit. It's mm. and 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 those are the people who. Oh, I don't want to think about the darkness. I just want the light. And that's who Joe. That's what Joe Biden's for. The people who want to look down on people who want. It is a different type of fascism, but a nicer one. It's not a mean one. It's one that believes that the people at the bottom deserve what they got, mm-hmm. and we're gonna give it to them nicely. Like a great thing is. Democrats, in the face of a massive eviction crisis where many, many, many Americans do not know how they're making rent, instead of rent relief or canceling rent or anything like that, they're promising that no one will have to go to eviction court without a lawyer. Thanks. So you get to go to the court. Oh, you didn't have money to pay. Okay, well, eviction... Fiction, yeah. true. <laughs> Here's your coupon for the free yeah. lawyer you just used. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I, it's, it's beyond. It's beyond par. It's beyond parody, and it is. It is offering nothing. And I mean, and it is their understanding is that they have a privileged base that they need to cater to. That's yeah. what they think because the other option, even though it's a larger base, is the not privileged people. But to cater to them would be to not cater to corporate interests. Mm-hmm. So they have to bank on getting enough of the comfortable, privileged people to vote for them. And then shaming enough of the underprivileged people into thinking that it's their fucking fault for Trump if they don't vote for Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Which, fuck off! Fuck off! It's not their fault! It is not the people with the least amount of power who are at fault for what is going on. It's the people with the fucking power. Yes. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, 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 it is disgusting. Yeah. That they would just hoard that much wealth. Yeah. And they were just like, yeah, we don't think you need 
anymore. Like, here's a morsel. Here's $600, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we understand that nobody can go to work right now, but here's $600. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. even that is better for most people because yeah. they don't get fucking paid enough in the first place. Yeah, no, they do not. Which is so shitty. It just exposes that there's so many cracks in this, this fucking world we call, or this country. And there has like, never been a better time mm-hmm. to make a case for... Any of the things we talk about. Specifically, though, universal health care. That has 88% approval among Democrats. So Mm -hmm. it's overwhelmingly popular with their base. Mm -hmm. And they still refuse to do it in the midst of a pandemic. Mm -hmm. And what does that show you? They are at war with the left side of the party. They are at war with working class interests. Mm -hmm. They are fully allied with the plutocrats who are waging war against the lower classes using both sides of the aisle. Mm. It is that fucking simple. I am tired of pretending that it's anything else. And here's the other part of the Biden speech that stuck out to me the most. Mm. He said that everybody should be given the opportunity to go as far as their God-given ability ability will take them. And that sounds good on its surface. Sure. Yeah, no, I believe that, that. I don't even think that really sounds good on its surface. Because, <laughs> because like, if you really think about it, like, not everybody has a God-given ability. Like, I can't fucking duck. Yeah. That is something that I can't do. I, I wish. I wish. In, 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 in my, as a black man, I wish that I could duck. My heart hurts. I think I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> But it's just bro, like, I just I, like as a white not, man, I can relate to that. Like I can't duck. Like, I just, <laughs> so like you're automatically excluding all those yeah, people who that can't be fucking duck, dude. Like that is the shitty part about oh, it. Fuck. You're just like man. I, I, I still want to wear Jordans. I, yes, I still want to wear Jordans. I want to. I want to be able to. You know. Have the photo of me somewhere from the, <laughs> not from the free throw line, but you know, maybe the third block. Oh. Me jumping. I would still like to have that dream. And yeah. I think that's the same analogy for a lot of Americans. Yeah. You yeah, know? dude. Um, and you know what? Even if you don't have a God-given ability to, to succumb to corporate America mm-hmm. and to be the exact person that they need, the productive worker be, the mm-hmm. exact type of personality that fits in, you know, if you don't rise up the self-selection capitalist process mm-hmm. rise up the linkedin chain if you, if you don't grind bro you a uh, grind yeah, stay to the grind, grind. it's on rise you and grind wake up if you didn't yeah. save the 600 dollars every week and open a business yo if you went to starbucks every day and spent 450 on a coffee imagine what you could reinvest that into something do you guys know how cheap it is to start an llc people think you just put the paperwork in for an llc and you have a profitable business. Dude, if you The way they tweet. <laughs> if you didn't spend so much on your credit card and only make the minimum payment, you wouldn't be in the situation that you're in right now, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. fucking dumbass. The situation we set you up to be yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. The, the <laughs> fucking loophole that is meant for you to fucking fail. Yeah. Literally, it's built for you to fail. Yeah. But, yeah. And this also says if you're homeless and on the street, well, you didn't perform. You didn't have the God given up. Sorry, pal. Sorry, bub. God, you're, we're God's favorite, and you're not. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, God loves everybody, but not you. But me a little more. But me, yeah. I, he, he likes me. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and they do this shit, like, with... This was disgusting. 
they brought out Bra- this kid Braden with a stutter and like had him do a speech that apparently Joe, because he met Joe Biden once and Joe Biden gave him encouragement because Joe Biden now is pretending to have had a stutter in his life or at least is ramping up ha- the, the, the prevalence of a minor stutter he had in childhood to explain his dementia. Yeah. So now if we make fun of his dementia, we're now bullying this Braden kid too. So genius move by the DNC. But they, they, they do this shit where it's like, yeah, you see the presidential candidate? He used to have a stutter. So if you have a disability, it's your own fucking fault if you're not one day the yeah. vice president. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you rise up the corporate ladder. But if it doesn't happen, you know, uh, have fun at the bottom, dude. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. God, God just loves us God a little more. God just loves me. <laughs> God just- <laughs> and like it, it really – and it goes to show – um, we kind of, you, you know, actually, this is a good time to talk about another point I wanted to make. Yeah. Um, and, and I think we'll get more, we'll flesh out this idea of fighting the darkness and the darkness really being leftism, any yeah. populism, any working class movement, anything outside of the limited spectrum, anything outside of the status quo. That's something that I think we can flesh out more, but going on the theme of we're God's favorite, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think I kind of want to talk about. Um, both Joe Kennedy invoking his bloodline right to the throne. And, uh, yeah, fucking Game of Thrones, bro. <laughs> are, are we looking at Lannisters and fucking yeah, whatever uh, the fucking North? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I also want to talk about how the DNC, before we move on to Joe Kennedy, kind of, they've been able to find a devil with Trump. We just need to exercise this guy, and everything mm. will be all right. We'll fix the your, yeah. the slutty daughter that is America by by getting this guy Trump the fuck out <laughs> by getting this guy Trump the fuck out of here. The slutty daughter. So <laughs> so this this shyster <laughs> priest that is Joe Biden, the shyster yeah. old molesting pastor. Wow. Fucking is going to perform an exorcism on this country. Yeah. And that's basically what they've sold. It's like, here's a devil. And you know who else? You know who the devil worshippers are? Who? The Bernie bros who are enabling the devil. Oh, yeah. And you know who the devil worshippers are? The uh, the deplorables. The QAnon. Yeah. They're devil. We are the holy people. The good, this children of grace. Yeah. <laughs> that we are on the side of justice and to ours the kingdom of God will be. Amen. But it really, there was this tint to like uh, this kind of quasi-religious tint to the DNC mm-hmm. that was bizarre, especially in the face of the RNC accusing them of like removing God from it. Yeah. Um, but, it <laughs> but additionally, if you get to, if you make a devil out of Donald Trump, you make a devil out of these people. You get to be whatever as the opposition. Mm-hmm. God gets away with all the shit God did because he's better than Lucifer. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and priests get away with being pedophiles because they're the people that fight the devil. Yeah. So it's, and, and they're I the mean, front line work. That's not even much of an analogy for the DNC. The DNC yeah. gets away with being pedophiles because yeah. people think they're fighting the devil. <laughs> Oh my god, we're so fucked, dude. Oh, we're beyond fucked. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't even. It's so. It's so. And it's not even. And and well, so let's talk about the Joe Kennedy thing because I don't even think it's like a wide ranging conspiracy against leftism. I think it is an implicit bias in the way that there is implicit and systematic racism. 
which is already hard enough for even me as a quote unquote woke person to like conceptualize mm-hmm. and obviously hard for your average like person American, who thinks yeah. cancel culture is the biggest problem to like really think about uh, like the, <coughs> the wide range of racism and the implicit little things that add into a pyramid of mm. all this all this accumulation of bias mm. um it's a difficult thing but i think what we've collectively had trouble theorizing about is the entire lack of discussion around the implicit bias against leftism and mm. i think a lot of times bernie bros come off as conspiracy theorists or like nut, nut jobs tinfoil hat ufo guys mm. ufos are real now by the way uh, <laughs> but <laughs> they come off as you <laughs> come off as you as oh guys because <laughs> So all those guys yeah. are right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, so, so maybe they're not so fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but we come off as UFO guys because we're talking about this they, this this amorphous they mm-hmm. that works against us. And what it really is is the bias that people in the ruling class, people in the democratic structure, have against people who seek to change it or who challenge it. Mm-hmm. And so we talked a little bit last week about uh, – Pelosi's fucking endorsement of Joe Kennedy over Ed Markey. <laughs> yeah, that beep. Yeah, uh, and Redacted fuck it. Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. First of all, I don't. Even, I don't. I'm not even going to begin on the laundry list of shit she's done. Mm. She honestly is one of the biggest um, tools of the ruling class. Hypocrites, mm-hmm. and is the person waging in insane amount of class war mm-hmm. and that that really needs to be analyzed it's something that everyone needs to conceptualize and look out for class war how it happens and and here's an example of her not even waging class war and i kind of talked to you about this last time I'm like it's weird to me that she went against ed markey who's not even that progressive mm-hmm. it feels like you'd save that guffaw of going back on your promise to not challenge incumbents yeah. For someone who's actually a threat, mm-hmm. not Ed Markey, who only really committed the grave sin of uh, uh, endorsing the Green New Deal, mm-hmm. which obviously goes against God Queen Pelosi, and of mm-hmm. course she, you know, takes that as a huge betrayal. And guess what? These people are just as narcissistic as Trump. You think Trump's mm-hmm. narcissistic? And the fi- Trump's just obvious with his narcissism. He fires people like thirty minutes after they said some bad shit. Yeah, you know, he's, <laughs> you are, <laughs> he's just Pelosi like that level plays of the petty. game. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. So this this fucking um, there's different levels of petty. Dude. Exactly, different yeah. levels of petty. Yeah. And I'd say Nancy Pelosi's be- obviously better at being petty. Mm. Um, and so. And I'm sure that Ed Markey, the endorsement of Joe Kennedy over Ed Markey had a lot to do with his endorsement of the Green New Deal. But on top of that, but once again, why go against an incumbent and go back on your word that that's not allowed in the party for someone who's not even that progressive in other areas? And the Green New Deal is not, once again, overwhelming support. It's not 88% like Medicare for All, but it's also very high. People don't want to get melted by the sun, I think, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And fucking so... It came out in an interview since our last episode that the reason Nancy Pelosi endorsed Joe Kennedy over Ed Markey was because of Ed Markey and his supporters' attacks on the Kennedy legacy. And she talked about, I think, how close her father was to the Kennedys and how and, – and this is what I'm talking about. Like this isn't even a backroom child sacrifice to Moloch, we must stop the leftists. This is – 
they made fun of my daddy's friends. Yeah. <laughs> it's not always that evil. Sometimes mm-hmm. it really is just this implicit knee-jerk bias in the mm-hmm. same way there are implicit racist biases that we all have to work out of the system. Mm-hmm. We talk about and analyze that. We There is a, a system of biases against anyone who challenges power because power's in power. <laughs> and look, yeah. look at that. And so, and honestly... I really, I kind of believe her when she says it was because of the insults to the Kennedy legacy. And obviously now they're running with this narrative that, uh, so Joe Kennedy has put out ads. One is literally just shots of JFK that he recreated. And like, like one with a megaphone, like it's literally shots of back and forth mm. where he's like doing JFK shit. And it's like, it's, it, it, there's literally something about his family. It's in my blood. Mm. So it's like, literally like, I have the right of the throne. <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah. Or, yeah. crazy <laughs> shit. And uh, that was one of his commercials. Like, truly just mm. like, <laughs> yeah, beyond crazy. Um, and then <laughs> the new thing they're running with is like, Joe Kennedy claimed that uh, Marky supporters online made him cry. <laughs> Dude, you can't be political candidate and, yeah and admit so i was about to say cry. what like, kind of political strategy is that i'm either gonna think you're like kind of full of shit or weak i'm not gonna be like yeah yeah like what uh I, remember the tyler the creator tweet what how is oh, cyberbullying yeah, real? Yeah, close, close your, your eyes, eyes bro walk away at joe kennedy the third and it's sad because back in the day the kennedys would have sent like dudes named Vito to go fuck up people with a bat at a Marky rally. Yeah. The old Kennedys were thugs. Yeah. This guy's like, they hurt my feelings. I was born to, I was born to do this. And, and my daddy, he gave me some money. So I'm going to have, I'm, I'm going to do it. Okay. You no, fucking but, bitch. You, <laughs> literally, you fucking bitch. <laughs> But actually, <laughs> but fucking actually, and this is going on at the same time, mm. at the same time as fucking uh, Kamala Harris's K-Hive, which, mm. by the way, worse than the Bernie bros any day. I've seen them. They, they'll You fucking say something negative about Kamala. They'll send you a picture of your own house. These yeah. people are fucking psychopaths. <laughs> people, and, uh, Don't make fun of my mother. <laughs> So Mommy, like, daddy, take me, tuck I me in tonight. I saw someone night. call Kamala Mamala. <laughs> These people just want to be fucking breastfed. Yeah, That's why yeah. we're not going to get healthcare. Yeah. Because <laughs> the, the the upper middle class just want to get because of mommy issues from the professional class and their working mothers yeah. I mean this is really going to be the doom of us all but, <laughs> but uh that just goes back you saying that they're just babies yeah literally but, just babies wah, wah, wah. Joe Biden said that we're going to turn off the dog we're going to he's going to put the night light on oh I need a night light back <laughs> God, but <laughs> too funny, bro. but uh, yeah, no. So like, it just it mm-hmm. goes to show it's a cascade of biases that work against the left. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of those biases is like in the media, people chose to cover the Bernie Bros in this way that was like the online Al Qaeda. <laughs> <laughs> what you should be worried about because Bernie Bros 
would often attack people in journalism. Mm. I don't think this is because there was a meeting at MSNBC where they were, you know, drinking child's blood and and mm. eating pizza. I th and they were like, yeah. we must build the nar Bernie bro narrative. Yeah. I think it was a bunch of journalists mm -hmm. got called out on their shit on Twitter by Bernie bros and were like, damn mean to me. Yeah. <laughs> No, that goes back to the letter that the, all that all of those journalists signed. Yes. That, like about the one of our culture. first episodes. Yeah, literally yeah. like the episode like three or something. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's they just don't want to get hit back with their own game. Exactly. Literally, they and what, who's what, the who, K hive who attacking? The K hive is mm. never attacking them. Uh -huh. The K hive is attacking people who don't want to vote for the Joe Biden ticket now. Mm -hmm. But uh, before that, they were primarily attacking Bernie Bros because mm -hmm. that was the and Trumpers because that was the primarily primary source of attacks against Kamala. Mm -hmm. And honestly, Trumpers were not even focused on Kamala because let me fucking remind everybody, she wasn't able to gain more than three percent of the vote in her home fucking state. No mm -hmm. one gave a fuck about her until she was until Amy Klobuchar stabbing Elizabeth Warren in the back. Yeah. <laughs> so fuck that person. <laughs> 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 and, <laughs> and I might bleep that one. I don't, I don't want to imply that I don't want to call her that. Uh, yeah, I was yeah, gonna call her the B word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. leave this. With, this is pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh <laughs> Jesus um, the K hive is gonna come for us. The K hive is coming. Yo, the K hive can come for me. I'm locked and loaded, baby. <laughs> no, I, no, actually, I want no smoke with the K. I, I want zero, zero smoke, smoke with the, with the K. K. Yeah, Please yeah. leave me alone. Oh, but fucking, uh, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to catch a case. I, you know, but her um husband <coughs> has now taken. Yeah, her husband has taken a Twitter to supporting the K Hive. Not only that, there was something they said about like the bold K Hive on the news, like with Kamala. But her husband has gone to actually interacting with people who are part of the K Hive. And even took a selfie with this one guy who's like apparently one of the leaders of the K Hive and posted on Twitter. Someone's looking at this guy's tweets. There was this screenshot of a Bernie supporter texting him and him replying like, Fuck you! I will never vote for Bernie on the face of fucking earth! And I'll tell you, you guys are just as worse as anybody! And you're there, you guys are basically Donald Trump! And you guys basically <laughs> just want to make everything for- I don't want to worry about the bread line! And I, I'm not worried about the communism! How would you ever have Venezuela and Cuba? And I just want you to know, I mean, Medicare for all is not possible! There's a huge deficit! And I, you just don't understand what's actual reality! Obama tried his best, but the Republicans stopped him from doing anything! And honestly, the fucking Russia stole the election! Trump would it's not Hillary's fault. It's not our fault. Neoliberalism is the fucking thing. We never have to. Nothing better is ever possible. <laughs> so, those, that, so he replies that to this 17-year-old volunteer to phone back to Bernie. And I remember a time that a Bernie bro with like 160 followers had a Biden supporter message them. And they replied like, stop being a corporate shill. And it like made NBC news. <laughs> it's like, these are volunteers being abused by the Bernie Sanders campaign. Yeah. Michael Bloomberg did a whole ad where it was screenshots of people replying mean things. But then the K Hive is like endorsing this guy who that's one of his biggest tweets is like doing yeah. that. And it's like, it just goes to show 
Bernie should have never come out and apologized to his supporters. He should have never played into their narrative of, yes, there are some out there, but they don't represent me. I don't represent them. La la. Distancing himself from it. It should have been owned from the get. And that's go- mm. what goes to show. When we are on the defense always from the media and they're playing offense, they're coming at us every which way and we have no way to do offense on them and build narratives against the K-Hive and that and this. Well, because we don't have that power. Mm-hmm. We simply don't. And, and the reality of the situation is by giving in to the narratives they craft with their power. And I talked about this earlier with trying to say, no, 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 we didn't take God out of the Pledge of Allegiance of the DMZ. Mm. Like, we're always trying to fight against their narratives. And it almost implicitly admit, admits that the premise behind their narratives, mm. the reason why these things would be bad, is correct. Mm. By not endorsing Medicare for All, we are agreeing with the Republicans that it's too much. Yeah. We are, like, in, we cannibalize ourselves. So even though Trump... Who deserves to lose is fuck shitting the bed right now. Mm-hmm. The Democrats might still shit the bed. They're both. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. such a failure. It's such a failure. It's such a failure. Um, and <sighs> I don't know what else there's to say on the topic. I really don't. But um, I really just want to harp on the point about like well this this what do you, what well do you, let me ask you are. We, I don't think we've ever really talked about. It. Are you gonna vote for Biden? Let me let let's do this after this. Yeah, yeah, Ask okay, me that. Yeah, yeah. The exponential kind of like cascading effect of these biases. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot about Crystal Ball, um, mm-hmm. of the Rising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, great name by the way for mm-hmm. a newscaster. And <laughs> l- listen, she really is the psychic. She's one of my favorite uh, pundits. But um, I loved her explanation of how the DNC rigged in quotation marks, the Iowa caucus. Um, and, and at some point we're going to do a whole episode on that. Cause, and, and the rigging at large, not just Iowa, but throughout the whole primary is we weren't recording this podcast during the primaries. And I think it's something that we need to get documented. Mm-hmm. But, and uh, so it's on the docket, but her explanation was that it, it wasn't so much a coordinated conspiracy. It was a, it was a coalition of different interests mm-hmm. and different people with positions of power in both the local state party and the, the national party and at the app development company that was counting the votes, it was people in positions of power in all three structures mm-hmm. who had implicit bi- biases against Bernie Sanders as establishment Democrats. Mm-hmm. Um, and that made a, 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 a growing number of small decisions that overwhelmingly um, not only at first painted it as though Pete Buttigieg won on purpose, um, mm-hmm. but you know, ultimately took the victory away from Bernie Sanders um, until the the very, very (laughs) end. Um, And just the way it was reported, counted, the whole shenanigan, um, and we'll go into greater details on it, um, because at this point, so much has happened since. I'm almost fuzzy on it all, and Mm. I remember it distinctly when it happened. One of my favorite bits is that um, people from Mayor Pete's campaign and people from the app development company were spotted at an ipa bar together <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> which like is like like they were all plot the best the, yeah. little like professional class detail like <laughs> that's the coolest place they could think to meet for collusion. oh yeah let's all, the the Ala- let's all meet at the alamo draft house later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey you guys down flannels hey bro let's let's all go out for some flannels and some sours bro <laughs> some flannels and, uh, and, sours and let's talk about how we're changing the world <laughs> So you asked me if I'm uh, voting for Biden. Yeah. Well, what, what do you think? 
So I mean, I, I after the DNC last week, mm-hmm. after after the Kentucky thing, really. After mm-hmm. after yeah, yeah, after yeah, yeah. a lot of things that have gone on, after a lot of Joe Biden's comments, mm-hmm. after a lot after Rahm Emanuel's comments, which we'll get into, mm-hmm. um, after so much of what I've seen. Um, and like I just said, they we are the enemy. They're waging class war against the lower classes by using this party. I don't want to be a part of that being a successful political project for the opposition party. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like a dickhead. Um, so I'm going to watch the RNC this week and try to convince myself to vote for Joe Biden. I'm going to watch <laughs> the full RNC coverage Donald Trump's little speeches, yeah, and I'm just gonna really try to psych myself out of not voting. I am gonna vote down ballot. Um, mm. We're in North Carolina. I want to vote for Roy Cooper, um, in spite of his uh, late veto on the bill on HB 168. Yeah, um, you know, I I I do want to support him, um, and I do think overall he's made some good decisions for the state, um, especially compared to the comically evil NCGOP. Um, and what Dan Forrest. Yeah. That fucking douchebag. Yeah. And, um, I know one of the dudes that runs his campaign and Mm. this would probably be slander. We could get sued for. So he allegedly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, whoa. (laughs) Yeah. And, and works for a guy who supported HP two. So square that circle. Um, Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, it's expected. You really, yeah. It's, it's the quietest guys, you know? Or the guys who uh, fight the loudest. Yeah. The, well, uh, yeah. yeah. They get the guy, they get, you know. I, I, if I can't beat this, you can't either. <laughs> oh, Face man. ass, bro. But you know what? There is that is that is true. Mm-hmm. That's why you always catch those Republicans. You know, you never really catch Democrats in bathrooms with boys. <laughs> nah. No, nah, you catch them on planes with boys. Exactly. <laughs> on islands. <laughs> on flight logs. <laughs> no, but because uh, uh, Trump's a pedophile, so you fuck them all. Yeah. Um. So that that's what's uh, I what yeah I don't know but I just really I feel like I can't support this political project mm-hmm. if I'm really identifying it as it truly is I'm not decided on that yet but I'm see I'm I think almost, I can't support I'm almost it. undecided at this point too because part of me is like I don't know I even thought about voting for Trump like seriously for a minute be like what would what difference really would it I'm not be gonna lie I definitely have Trump. too you know because like. It, he, Honestly, I feel like the revolution would go faster if we went for Trump. And you know, it's a, it's what, a school of thought called accelerationism. Yeah, accelerate. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. I don't know. You should explain that more. I don't. I'm not smart enough well, to explain it. I just know that generally, it's well, accelerate it, means fast. And yeah, <laughs> Donald okay. Trump's speeding up the decay. Okay, so okay, okay. Donald Trump is like hitting the gas pedal. That's yeah. what I got for you. I don't really know a whole lot else. All right, so accelerate gas. Yeah, yeah and I, I. But um. <laughs> One of the, it, but hilariously, one of the same reasons I also feel like I can't vote Biden is one of the reasons mm. I feel like uh, that argument is bullshit because I think Biden would be just as harsh and mm. and 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 it would be just as much late capitalist decay. I mm. think the problem is that the liberal media stops caring. That's the um, mm. that's the issue. It's like, do we want to at least have it so mainstream media feels comfortable criticizing when the sitting president tear gases people for a photo op? Because that only happened because it was Trump. And he had to do something so blatant for them to even cover protesters being tear That was the first time there was any conception of protesters being treated unfairly in the mainstream media. Mm-hmm. Well, do you think since that precedent has already been set, do you think they're just going to look away now? I don't know. I really don't know. It's part of me say. thinks yes. Yeah. I, I, part, part of me thinks yes. it's going to be 
Fox News that is going to be the ones that are hard hitting. And I almost feel like Fox News would do a better job at actually giving fair coverage. Listen, in, in Fox a sense, News right now, you almost need as a supplement mm-hmm. if you're going to co- watch the other mainstream news coverage, which I do to try to understand their mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't even bring up that shit on the show because it literally gets me like in, in fear. Like I, I can't mm-hmm. even. <sighs> Jake Tapper's interview with Nancy Pelosi, I could literally scream my head off about. But I, I will say this. He completely allowed her, and we already talked about the Ed Markey, Joe Kennedy debacle. He completely allowed her to say, well, you're allowed to support any candidate you want without any pushback to, you know, yeah, the her. context of her threatening to pull away support from anyone who threatened it. Like, there, mm. no, didn't push her on that at all. Just was like, isn't that right? In free politics, it is. Like, it is completely. Mm. So, like, you know, they're constantly just. And also, um, their coverage of Biden's speech with just zero, there was zero critique to it. Um, but what's funny is even a lot of the Republicans kind of gave him kudos. Like, you know, it was, it was a good speech. It was, you know, so, mm-hmm. and I think because everyone was surprised. I mean, I was surprised. It, it was better than I think yeah. most people were expecting. Yeah, because he's been fumbling over all of his fucking words yeah. the past, like, four months, you know? Yeah. All I, we've been seeing is just, like, Trump ads of Biden being like, well, I don't know, you know? And I think people so. really expected him to come out and do with it. That's all, folks. But, no, nah, he was spot mm-hmm. on. I just made a stutter joke. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah, um, but fuck this guy with dementia. I, I like, I'm so, it's so disgusting they pulled out that Braden kid. I, like, I almost, like, feel like it's a good praxis to make a fucking stutter joke because fuck these people trying to make it, like, Using, a, a, using somebody else's, I guess, disability or their, child, their short, a, a, chi- child. a child shortcoming and disability for your own political gain yeah. to make it seem like the, this guy is not fit to run for office. Yeah. Which he's not. No. Neither is Trump. And you know what's so funny? That Tucker Carlson thing you sent yeah. to me today. Yeah. He was like, yeah, at around the age of 77 or the age of 75, the brain starts to deteriorate. Completely neglecting and the fact that Trump's also old as 74. Yeah, like, like, not even much younger. Yeah. dumbass. Um, <laughs> I saw a great bit. Um, Biden and Trump both get stranded on an island. Who survives? Ooh. America. facts though but really who do you think would survive in between the two of them because it has been a question of biden the manliness of each one biden for sure trump like i don't know that trump has like folded a towel you know what I like? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, this yeah, is not yeah. a man who like has done his own laundry before. Yeah, or something no, like, like yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, this is not Biden. Biden's got that. Yeah, I, I'm on. My money's on Biden. Yeah, yeah. I also feel like dementia would help with uh, like memory loss would help with the being stranded on an island thing. Why? Because you forget how lonely you are, <laughs> bro. You forget how long you've been there. Bro. You don't even know where you are. You bro. think you're in the Oval Office sometimes. Bro, 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 bro. You're talking to the coconut, the basketball. <laughs> My friend Barack. <laughs> Barack! Barack! <laughs> oh my Joe God. Biden during the entire primary. Yeah, for real. Please endorse Barack! Please help me! Help me! <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. so. Uh, Closing thoughts. How? What time are we at? I wanted to talk about the Rahm Emanuel thing, but that could wait. And I also want to talk We're about the right RNC, but hour. that could We're wait. Right in an hour. All right, let's leave it here. And uh, 
we'll talk about Rahm Emanuel and the Republican project and mm. uh, the RNC part one, aka the DNC last week. Yeah, we're gonna. And then we will talk about the RNC part two, the Trump mm-hmm. RNC this week, mm-hmm. which uh, kicked off tonight. So we'll have we'll actually have some. I was gonna make some predictions, which basically my prediction is it's gonna be sick. Um, the yeah. GOP is not doing an official party platform. It's just whatever Donald Trump wants. He released really? 50 bullet points, and like nine of them are titled under Drain the Swamp. <laughs> He's speaking every night. He's, spe- He's speaking every oh, night. Oh, yeah. Joe Biden spoke the last night. Trump's Donnie Casino's coming out every night, baby. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> I am hoping it will scare me into voting for Joe Biden. <laughs> so I don't have to lie to uh, my girlfriend's friends about yeah. having voted for Joe in November. <laughs> so I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's funny oh shit all right well uh Inside. we love you guys yeah uh peace out um solidarity with everybody yes marching in solidarity with our boy jake and we hope he pulls through mm-hmm. absolutely inside agitators episode 12 see ya niggas